0: It's a good show Okay, that's um, never gonna catch on.
1: I press record.
0: Oh, we should maybe start you it, or something. Something going to your.
1: Stop talking. But you're talking too.
2: To and Beyond yacht rock. Yacht or Yacht, Volume 76. 76. You, We created the term yacht rock, so we're the experts. You wrote in and asked if songs were yacht rock or Yacht, and we we're going to tell you by rating the songs in the Yachtsky scale. Songs rated 0 to 49 are not yacht rock songs, 15 above are yacht rock songs. My name is JD Riznar. Hollywood
3: Steve. Dave Hunter.
2: We kicked SoCal to the curb, and now it's just yeah. the four of us. We're <laughs> sick, sick we're of cow- that guy. We're cowless. This song is Dr. Hook sexy eyes. Good joke. Callus. Callus? Without Cal.
0: Callus? Cal- yeah. Just keep thinking about it, yeah, you'll get it.
2: I, I, we're
3: all pretty insensitive. So. Okay. Yeah. It works. Thank
0: you, Steven.
2: Um, this one I just felt like we, it was time to do this Dr. Hook song. Yeah. A lot of people ask about it all the time, but yeah. nobody specifically asked about this one and they played on Sirius.
0: Yeah, now I always confuse Doctor Hook with Dr. John. Mm-hmm. And I always confuse sexy eyes with
2: hungry eyes. Which is not Dr. J. So there's just a whole snake of confusion yeah, going on in your yeah. mind. So this is Dr. Hook mm-hmm.
0: with sexy eyes. Yeah. If do, it was
2: Dr. It, John, it'd be like, sexy eyes. Yeah. Yeah. In my nation
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did Dr. Hook do uh, smoking? No.
3: No, they did cover with Rolling Stone. Cover
1: the Rolling Stone. Yeah, That's what Smoking it was.
3: in the Boys Room was Brownsville Station. That's
1: what it was. And Motley Crue.
3: It was Brownsville Station first. And if, Cupboard, if, you, ever, if, you, ever worked, if you ever worked with Cub Coda at the All Music Guide. I as did not. I did, you were going to hear about how Motley Crue screwed him out of a bunch of royalties on that song. Wow. Man. They have lawyers. I don't know if Cub Coda had very good lawyers. Got a great name, though. He sure did. R.I.P. Cub Coda.
2: Speaking of royalty, where does this song fit in the Yacht Rock Court? Is this the king or perhaps the mere jester? I'm going to work on my... uh, That was good. That was
1: really good. That was good. You were shooting from the hip and you hit the target. Mm -hmm. But that felt more like you were hosting rather than participating.
2: Yeah. That's my job here. I feel like you guys are all smarter than me and Dave. (laughs) <laughs> and uh. And uh, <laughs> Just gonna. All keep the us. show moving. That's
1: a good insult. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's really good.
0: Yeah, I have no retort.
2: So we're gonna work on our. I'm gonna it's work on my. Enough. I'm yeah, gonna work was, on my segues.
0: Fucking I've been. I've been had.
2: Hunter, what can you tell us about this song? You do a little research. Oh, on God. I got My,
1: my water. Uh, let's see. It's from 1979. Sometimes oh, you win. Very nice. Uh, no names, uh, no yacht names. But Muscle Shoals rhythm section is all over this, aka you know some elite stu. Whoa! What the?
2: Hey, it's okay. It's <laughs> cool. It's a '76 remix. It it's cool. From <laughs> uh, so,
1: the sometimes mu- you hit the target. Sometimes you don't. is those? Is, were those, those dead spots on your computer?
2: No, for some reason my key, my key, my Spotify was just slow. I used a key to go back and start the song over, huh. and it didn't react. And then I double hit it, and then it double reacted. Gotcha. Huh.
1: Okay. So Muscle Shoals, the rhythm section is all over this, and that, which is, uh, you know, those are the elite studio musicians. Where are they from? Alabama. Oh, Alabama? Yeah. Muscle Shoals is in Alabama. Yep. And uh, like off Sweet the home. coast of what we've talked about. Have you guys seen that yet? Muscle Shoals area off the coast of California. That's really weird.
0: Yeah, it's like here oh. between, between here and Santa Barbara. It's like a dock. Yeah. Yeah. It just. Yeah, like, it's like like maybe an oil company owns it or yeah, something. Yeah, almost like that. It's weird. Yeah. No, I tried to drive up to it. You cannot. And they have guards, and they told me to go away. And I probably
1: said this the last time we talked about Muscle <laughs> Muscle Shoals, but you I did. was convinced. I'm. I was convinced that that's where the band was. <laughs> like that was the studio. No, I was like, wow, honestly, that's
0: it. Yeah. There is a uh, series of missile bases the, around Southern California. They're called the Ring of Fire. Most of them are decommissioned. One of them is a fire station up in Malibu now. But they're still run. They're overseen by the military.
1: Well, they should and stop putting I signs think, out with arrows pointing to them. Yeah. That's military intelligence. I, mean, That's I don't right. know I don't know if it is Two one of those spots, but it
3: could be. It can't make sense. It also,
1: it also might be um,
0: like some oil company doing offshore drilling and uh, like camouflaged it by building a lighthouse or we it don't could, know.
1: It could be a secret portal to Alabama.
0: Oh. Oh. It's, it's got to be a portal going
3: this way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so it looks uh, this
3: is the new underground railroad. Yeah.
1: I did notice that the, the Muscle Shoals Rhythm section from Alabama, they uh, did some Patty Austin stuff around this time. So that's why this has kind of—I would say this has kind of almost a Patty Austin vibe to it, but, um, but it's—I think it's a little too disco for me, a little too southern disco. Yeah, I'm
3: really going back and forth on this yeah. groove because it's—it's a nice, gently percolating kind of groove. Yeah, it's definitely it's, cusp worthy.
2: Yeah, it's—it's—it's very—it's cusping.
3: Mm-hmm. It's cusping
2: all over the place. It's not as harsh as disco is. It's definitely smooth over, and it's riding that line. And it's—and yeah.
0: the drums are more interesting than your standard disco.
2: Yeah. It's probably uh, the flute for me. That makes it too discoy. The disco flute in there. Yeah, yeah. The Disco, disco fluting, disco beat as well. But that's okay to have a little. Listen, we go talked
1: in. about we we almost broke up over the disco sound apparently, and uh, and I don't think that's necessarily a terrible thing, but well, I don't know if this has enough. <laughs> no, no, the disco sound I'm talking about. Oh, I didn't realize we were together. <laughs> I got some splaining to do. <laughs> um, yeah, all four of us. Wow. Uh, but the. the... tip tap. Uh... Yeah, never mind. But is there enough of yacht on there to, like, you know, cancel out too much of that disco? I'm gonna give this. What's that? What's I'm that? gonna give this a 49. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is important. Yeah? And I listen to this song, but I can't remember
2: this. Is there a guitar solo on this? Great question. Let's look for one. I, that's um. That sounds like that's where it would that's be. That's not a neat piano, piano one here. Oh. This is too early in the song for guitar solo. It's a. It's a. That's jazzy. It's a smooth jazzy guitar yeah, solo. That's a smooth that's jazz kind of But this in a disco song, I think, puts it over that edge to, um, since this was on the teetering on the edge for me anyway, it puts it over the edge. 54.
0: It sounds like they used the marimba pedal for the guitar. Like there's uh like, what can I do to make this guitar sound like marimba? And that's why I'm comfortable at 49
1: flute in there, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not crazy. Yeah, they're flute <laughs> scooting around. It,
2: <laughs> it could <laughs> be a recorder, and Loggins brought the recorder squarely into the the, yeah. the Yacht Rock. Um,
0: yeah, they're flute goofing.
3: It's a flute quiver. quiver boogie. Well, I tell you what, the more of this I hear, the more I feel like it's on the boat. So I'm going to go with a 57. Hmm. 57.
1: Yeah, I'm going to give it the same as Dave. I don't know. There's something about it. I can't put it on the boat, but it's not far enough away
2: I that yeah, it that. doesn't
1: doesn't offend me i'm just like yeah this isn't
2: this would feel really nice at a yacht rock party
0: yeah i feel this is like the be better like you got Brody like Brody a feel- nice bearskin rug i feel like that bro scales coming out again want to give your lady a nice oil shoulder massage to put this song on
2: yeah sometimes yeah yacht rock is best after dark what's yeah. an oil
0: shoulder i don't oil should the old uh, the old oil greasy shoulder
2: um <laughs> Dave knows how to romance a lady. What's our final score? I'm
1: not, yeah, I'm not feeling like a fool to this. Uh, 52.25. That's
2: yacht. All right. Another Jimmy Musina song sounding exactly like Loggins. This one was written in by Tim Hanlon at Tim Hanlon. Songs called Love is Here.
1: This is Loggins from three years
2: before. But does it mean here on the boat? Uh, This is from his Messina 79 Oasis album. There's no personnel of note. Uh, Co-written by woodwind player Craig Thomas. Steve, you did that research, right? Yep. Okay.
1: Um, You can really hear that uh, Santa Barbara
0: sound on this, right? Now, is this an album called Oasis, or does this mean this is the one good spot in the middle of a world of shit?
3: No, it's an album by the band Oasis from (laughs) 1979. Wow. Wow. Can't believe you don't know about it.
0: Well, I didn't see them until the uh, 2007. Way uh, Ryan, Ryan, Adams opened for them, and Rob Schneider was there, and the whole evening reeked of
2: 1996.
0: <laughs> Dave, you can hear that Santa Barbara sound. Though, Absolutely, right? yeah, it's boring. Yeah, laid back. It's like a, it's like a, uh, a rest home for the medically dependent.
2: Yeah, I'm listening to this song, and I'm like, I drove an hour and a half for this?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then somebody points out, oh, that's where the Thai guy that owns Beanie Babies lives. And you're like, wow. Yeah. Great. <laughs> cool. Thanks, Nancy Myers,
1: for doing a movie here and making me work on it. This does have some good percussion, though.
3: Very jazzy. Yeah. I'm more jazzy than I was expecting <clears throat> for Jimmy Musina.
1: I looked it up. That's uh, Milt Holland. Of a course, from Holland, Dozier, Holland, and Milt.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, my wife and I drove up to Santa Barbara. She bought something online, and we had to go pick it up in Santa Barbara. i like, oh, we'll make a day of it. And it was like the third time I'd fallen victim. <laughs> Santa Barbara for making that drive? Driving to Santa Barbara and then getting there and going, Huh. State Street. Cool. There
2: is a park with a lot of turtles. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm going to fall for taking the train there someday.
1: It's the same amount of time going to San Diego.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: I might fall to go to the, the Santa Barbara, uh, what is it, Not the Palladium, the uh, pavilion there. See a concert sometime. I might fall for that and then get there and be like, "Why did I do this? <laughs> yeah, of...
2: I could have gone to the bowl so much better. Yeah. Um, all right. Tickets hey, are probably
1: cheaper.
3: Who is this Milt Holland fellow that you brought up he's a
1: He's an older jazz guy. He's a, he's a bit of a Victor. An Fel- older guy named Milt?
2: <laughs> <laughs> guy.
1: He's a bit of a Victor Feldman contemporary. Ah, and he was on uh, Keep the Fire amongst some other yacht stuff.
2: Hey, hey, M- Milt. Hey, it's, it's me, Jimmy Mousina. I, uh, I heard you're working with Loggins. You want to work on my own? Mm-hmm. All right, let me get my boys Murray and Earl and Victor, and we'll be right over. Listen, this is making the boat for me on the log line. I mean, he's ripping oh, yeah. off Logan's finest yacht era. We got to wrap by four. We got to get to the buffet. have <laughs> been
1: hanging out at your your mother's retirement community too, months. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she's playing
1: canasta, mahjong, third of mahjong now, and
0: pickleball. You ever heard of pickleball? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know pickleball. Yeah, well, no, yeah, we, you're, your your pickleball. your folks are in Arizona, <laughs> of course you know pickleball.
1: Uh. <laughs> my, my parents retired to a place they have twelve pickleball courts. Yeah, they oh. have two
0: players. Yeah, wow. I think I think my uh, my mom's place has probably close to 20 pickleball courts Whoa. and I think they may have uh that's
1: a, big contest. that's a big yeah, that's, a, that's a big deal yeah you get two old people around there they yeah. they compare yeah how many pickleball
2: like they crush yeah. between ping pong and tennis <laughs>
1: it's just like a smaller well, tennis yeah it's small towns, yeah. right well
0: you two of you two of the three of you have been to my my mom's place mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a Del Webb community. Del Webb was uh, famous for first building the Japanese internment camps here in California. Well, they were the, some of the finest. Sure I yeah. by
2: Manzanar uh, last mm-hmm. month. Yeah. just sure stopped by and learned, learned a thing or two, but I didn't.
0: No. Nope. Well, better than Santa Barbara.
2: <laughs> All right. Let's Yasky this.
1: I'm going to give this
2: 55. a... 55.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm going gi-
2: to give this a 53. I'm going to give it a 61. I'm gonna give it a 68. I'm it's, listening to a lovely guitar solo. Yeah, like here. the
3: more I hear this, the
2: yatter like you know, I, I'm
3: expecting a pale imitation, but no, this is pretty squarely yeah. in the in the, uh, in the
2: wheelhouse there. What do we got?
1: We got a 59.25. Hmm.
2: That's y- Nope. Yeah, no, that is a yacht rock song. That is a Yacht Rock song. There's we a lot of dead
0: spots on that mouse. We should start up a Patreon to get you a new computer. It's fine. This thing's is beautiful, it? yeah. Is it? I mean, it looks good from here. I
2: just made a mistake because we I, I I didn't delete the nyat, and sometimes it's a crapshoot if I'm going to get that deleted in mm-hmm. time before the previous bumper is done. Yeah,
0: crapshoot. <laughs> that should be the name of this uh, podcast.
2: Your are a crapshoot. Yeah, it's your podcast. This song written in by Lindsay Barnes, at Lindsay R. Barnes. That's Lindsay
0: with an A, if you're going to give him a follow. With a say. Or she.
2: Hey, if you you Google at Yacht Rock. Wait, we
0: don't have female fans.
2: Y'all are the top result, but then there's this.
1: (laughs) Not even our wives.
0: (laughs) Top
2: 10 Yacht Rock songs list from something called IGN. Nine of the songs are certified yacht, but Hall & Oates Kisses on my list is at number five, what say you?
0: Actually, question. we've we've got some fantastic female fans. Yeah, we
2: have at least five of them. Yeah. They call themselves the Babylon Sisters, and they're wonderful ladies.
0: Yeah, Libby and York, and um,
2: you're gonna shout them out.
0: <laughs> I feel like I could name
2: them. Now you're gonna leave some out, and they're gonna yeah. feel bad. Yeah. Um, it's a fool's errand, Dave. All
0: right, I got like four more, but I'm not gonna say their names.
2: Good. All right. Um, well, they're well, all well. wonderful, though. Yeah, and Not though. our
3: wives.
0: Yep, they don't listen. Except the one time when I talked shit. Sure. <laughs> she decided to tune in. <laughs> Were
1: you, was she in the car with you?
2: <laughs> no, but that's a great joke. <laughs> All right. Hunter, what did you find out about this <laughs> that's, song?
1: That's the only time I ever listened to our shit was when I'm in the car with Dave.
2: <laughs> and I turned the car on. I'm like, oh shit,
1: I was listening to our podcast. Okay, what now? Oh, I'm supposed to talk about this song? Yeah. Let's see. Uh, I wrote stuff about this. Uh, okay, so this is off 1980s Voices. Um, oh, what's going on? It's,
2: it's okay. It's just a chord. It's on it's my just, computer. It's, yeah,
1: you're three for three so far.
2: Um,
1: no slumming with any yachtsmen on this one. Uh, interesting note, the guitar solo, though, this is the only interesting note. The guitar solo just on this one song, um, which I think is Yachty, we'll probably get to it, is by Jeff Stout. Stoutworth, Stoutworth—I think I might have spelled that wrong. Stalwart. No, it's—I think it's Stoutworth, but it might be Stoutworth. Um, he played with He—he he played with Randy Goodrum on Fool's Paradise, with also a fe- with, which also featured Jeff Piccaro and Little Timmy Capello.
0: Yeah, Randy Goodrum—he uh, co-wrote "Oh Sherry." Not exactly a lightweight.
2: Let's tell you something. This sounds a lot like the Greatest American Hero soundtrack. Joe Scarberry. That, sure, that yeah. we uh, put on the boat. And this is like a better version of it. It's like a more interesting song. And when you're starting to get like. Get okay to that guitar person. solo, though. Yeah. Yeah, here, but also. Here, right here, here it is. It's perfect. It's Christopher yeah. Cross esque.
0: Yeah, but also, you listen to the keys, there might be a bit of a doobie bounce in there. Yeah. I this, mean, listen listen to trying. it. Listen to it, like, with with that in mind.
1: Yeah. And tell me if you can hear it. I hope Let we. Get, that guitar solo. That's a yeah. good. That's a good guitar solo for this mm-hmm. genre.
2: Um, yeah, this is a. I think we found a. I think that we found a. Uh, Hall and Oates hit that we can get on the boat if we can get Steve on board. I'm really. I'm. I'm wrestling with it right yeah. now. Steve. Steve well, Steve, listen,
3: listen to the keys.
2: Yeah, no, I, 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 hear, I hear what yeah. you're referring to. That live piano is what a fool believes esque, but not just in the sound of the. It's the yeah, the not, way the piano is Hall played.
3: They're not just going to rip off what a fool believes. They're going to take something like that. No, they're going to make do it, do it their own. Way. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm, I I'm want
1: just, the one thing. The one negative I will say on, on, this, on, uh, on this song, on the song, is Hall's vocals. Yeah, he's he's going high. He's he's uh, he's pushing it to Steve Perry. Territory, like trying to really wail instead of like doing more of a soulful version of this. Yeah, because he often he also he often takes it down maybe an octave. I don't know. I'm too stupid. Didn't really know what I'm talking about. But he doesn't always go sc- screamy, high.
2: <sighs> Daryl Hall. Yeah, he comes right. It comes in hot here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, he's he's strutting yeah. when he sings. I can happily give this song. I'm not going to go first.
0: I'll go. I'll go 64.
2: I was going to go 65. I guess I could have just gone ahead and gone first.
1: Yeah. We do that a lot. Yeah. I like this in the 60s. I'm not going to go. Soup. I like it now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, comedy no, loves all me. out on the classics. Yeah. Tonight. Man.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. There's the the vocals are the only thing that kills me on this. Even the ba- even the background vocals. So I'm gonna give it a 61. But good good. Uh, everything else like the guitar solo. Actually, I'm gonna give it a couple points for the guitar solo. I'm gonna give it a 63.
2: Makes me think we've been a little too harsh on hollow Oates.
1: No, they okay. deserve it. Okay. Uh, From what I understand, Daryl do Hall
0: doesn't pa- have a great sense of humor about his music.
1: But they have like their own parallel thing in Philadelphia that's similar to how Yacht Rock came together. Yeah. That's, what, that's what I always felt like. Yeah,
0: I mean the the stream the isn't the water isn't as deep. Well, it's just them. Anyway. Well, and Todd Rundgren.
2: Yeah. All right, Steve. All right, sink I, or swim. I can't,
3: I can't go as high as the 60s, but the more I listen to it and I consider all the elements,
2: I have to agree that it's on the boat. I'm going to give it a 56. It's a big deal. We got a Holland Oats hit on the boat, boys. Wow. 62.
0: Good job, Lindsey
2: Barnes. That's Yacht Rock. Song number three, also Holland Oats, John O'Grady at. DJ Reno Soul. Uh, right away, I think I'm in for some Billy DJ Joel. DJ Reno shit. Soul. Oh, we've been through this. This guy's written in before. I know a lot of attempts have been made to reinforce Hollow Notes at Yacht Rock Artists. Time's Up is the only song out of 10 attempts to make it. All right, now they're uh, two for 11. Yeah. I think I found a th- second one, third one, John. Uh, it's this a guy, laugh. This guy sucks. This <laughs> is so dumb. Wow. Keep <laughs> up, John. Man. Jesus. A fucking Don't you turd. listen to the podcast? Jeez. Uh, he's a, it's, this song's called It's a Laugh. Seems like a much stronger selection. Hashtag yad and yad. I must know. All right, Way well, to use the
3: hashtag, though, John.
0: Yeah. Other than that, I'm already like pissed off at this guy. He got everything else wrong. What? So... I don't
2: know about this one. This though.
0: like as soon as it started, I thought it was like, "Oh, did somebody request Billy Joel
1: again?" It's the vocals again. He's really, especially when he starts taking it, kept, keeps going up. It's not yep. even. It's this keeps is going up the stairs. Third, is, fifth, and seventh.
2: This is more like a like a like a pastiche of a late seventies easy rock song and a and a doo wop ballad.
1: New wop. They are new wop band.
2: Yeah. And I'm not I I, can, can anybody find a, like a reference song that is yacht similar to this? I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I don't
3: know. I it, it's
2: it this was this was written Ooh. by Daryl Hall yeah, but it's,
3: produced by, uh, it's it's produced by David Foster and I can I feel like I can hear a little bit of his who? stamp on it.
2: Yeah, this actually has uh, it's from '78. Along the Red Ledge, produced by David Foster. It's uh, Steve Lukather, Steve Vai, Caro, Jake Graydon are all on uns- unspecified tracks on the album. Yeah, I, I couldn't the, find uh, like who played on what track, so I wasn't.
0: sure. The, the rhythm and bass here are kind of in line. It's all the the melody you kind of the, stuff that's kind yeah, of killing me.
2: And the yeah. drum beat is really straightforward on this song.
0: Yeah, but it's complemented
2: by the bass. It's still not like a, a, the kind of shuffly yacht rock thing that I like to look for. This is the only good part. And the, I bet there's a great guitar solo, or now mm. they're doing a saxophone solo. Okay. Mm. Yeah, it's not, mm, uh, I don't think so. But I'm gonna—it's close, man. Forty-nine. Nah. They just went out. Uh, they just—that was a liftoff, right? Here's there. nice guitar here. It's probably Graydon or Lukather. This, this is kind cool. okay, of cool.
0: You gotta, Hunter, you gotta talk in the mic. I
1: know.
3: No, I'm talking to you guys.
0: Oh, but.
3: <laughs> but we're doing a podcast and we're yeah. recording it.
0: Hunter just hit himself in the face with the mic. It was very funny.
3: Oh, what, is, what song it, is. It sounds to me like a forerunner of like a David Foster production for Chicago, sort of. It sounds more like it's it's headed down that path than. Down is it a
1: Badfinger song?
2: Or is it a? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a ELO song. ELO, that's what it is. Yeah. ELO. What what song am I thinking of? Oh, a lot of them. Um. Uh, I mean, you're gonna drive my, you're gonna explode my brain. That's making... what was
1: happening to me a second yeah. ago. It's it, yeah, ELO. That's that's what it, that those background vocals yeah. were.
2: And ELO takes a lot from the era this is taking from like the Beatles E60s era.
1: 43. Dude,
2: who gave numbers? If I said 49, Dave said 43. I'm gonna go 44. Yeah, this
1: is mid-40s for me too. Well, uh, actually early 40s. 41. Uh 44.25.
3: That is miat
1: um. This is a worse version of what we just listened to <laughs> No, this is this. I'm just going to say this right off the top This is Stand by Sly and the Family Stone
2: Oh, is it the same song? It's. It sounds the same This is um, written in by Ron Coomer At Relation Back Not the Ron Coomer who's the Cubs radio guy <laughs> Different Ron Coomer I mean, You don't know that It's
3: true. I feel like like Ron Coomer, Cubs Radio, got to be verified on Twitter.
2: You never know. This is Jack and Jill by Ray Parker Jr. and Radio. It's extremely about cheating. Yeah, because Ray Parker Jr. always writes about cheating. Stand. Ooh. Stand. This is uh, Ray's first top ten hit in 1978 from the self-titled debut album. No personnel of note besides Ray Parker Jr. himself. I hope you don't mind me reading your research, Steve. Or <laughs> you shit. It's information. It doesn't matter. He didn't
3: put his name by it. Yeah, I just wanted to put basic info there while my fucking footage was transcoding.
1: He put Thank his you. name by the next stuff, so we know that's important. Uh, Can't yes. take
2: that. Oh, which reminds me, the song's not my. The next song's not in here yet. I gotta get it in here. Okay.
1: Well, there's not much to say except that the choruses are like sounding extremely like stand by. By Sly and the Family. The verses Stone.
3: were too. Yeah.
1: Or that's what I meant. The verses yeah. were. Uh, but the but the chorus is not, and it's smooth smooth as fuck, and uh, that's pretty good. This is pretty good. But uh, Wawa Watson is on this album. Wow, yeah, big influence on yacht guitarists, and I imagine Ray himself, and this is why he's on this album. Um, but he's not on this song. Oh, I'm glad we brought him up. Well, Wawa Watson, you got it. He, he just passed too. I saw that.
2: R.I.P.
0: Yeah, him and Ray Parker Jr.
2: Ray Parker's ripped. I don't know. He's still alive, bro. Oh. <laughs>
0: hey, did I tell you uh, the story about how I was scouting uh, like a an old weird Korean college? That was a nursing college, a theological college, and a music college, all wrapped into one. Mm -hmm. Right on the corner of Fletcher and San Fernando, and you'd never know it was there. It's called Good Shepherd University, you can look it up. Went bankrupt, whole place is empty, all the music equipment's still there. And I walk into a big photograph of Professor Abraham Laboreal.
1: Wow! Nice! Abraham Laboreal taught there?
0: Yeah, apparently. Cool. Maybe did a lecture.
2: I bet a lot of these guys teach courses in music schools around town. I'm
0: sure it's great money, and uh, oh. they have so much to...
2: I don't know if it's great money. Maybe well, it is, because they're a name. I don't know. Well,
0: sure, I mean... Listen, okay, it's say, easy money. Say you get $100... A, say you get $400 a day...
2: Yeah, that's to nice. ...to go in yeah. and give a speech. Give some milk and put some in the bank, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't, this doesn't feel like a rock song to me. Yeah, not I'm all. not
3: quite getting there on this one. I'm, uh,
1: I'm high 30s, low 40s. I'm still trying to land on it. It's he's getting there though. You know it's you know it's coming in yeah. Ray Parker Jr's career because of that chorus. The verses are all sly, but that chorus is all is all,
2: all smooth quincy. ray future quincy. I'll go high 30s on this one. So I'm, I, I'm I 39, 38. Yeah.
3: yeah, I was thinking 38 Cause as well. Cuz it's special.
1: So 38 from JD, 38 from Steve. Did you say number Dave? I did. I said 39, you handsome fella. Thank you. And I didn't say a number. You rarely really do. do. I'll give this a 34.
2: 37.25. That's me out. Last song of the episode, written in by Christiane Belbisour at DJ Dick Jones. It's reunited by Peaches and Herb. Oh, Herb. Power duo. It's a. Was like a, Sonny and Cher or Ween. It was a number one smash in 1979. It was co-written by Dino Ficaris and Freddie Perrin, who wrote, see, I had a hard time with the hard name, so I, did, I pretended to have a hard time with the easy name. Ah, oh, I see right. what you did there. But yeah. you
0: still can't pronounce Fagin. Mm-mm. Uh,
2: they, those guys wrote, I will survive for Gloria Gaynor, as well as uh, Peaches and Herb's Shake Your Groove thing. Freddie Perrin was also a member of the corporation, the Motown songwriting team responsible for the Jackson Five and wrote a ton of other big hits. I sound smart. Yeah, you did good Steve's research. research. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I,
3: I, I, this blew my mind. Did you guys know that there were like a bunch of different Peaches? Oh yeah, Peaches and Peaches and Herb. I never knew that.
0: No, and I went down a wormhole with Peaches and Herb, and I'll tell you why. There was a movie called "It's Pat the Movie." And in that right. yeah, I'm in a that fan movie of cinema. in that movie there was a band featured and that band was called WeeN. That's and terrible. when WeeN was there they had the line we're a power duo like Simon and Garfunkel or Peaches and Herb. And because of that I started looking up Peaches I already knew Simon and Garfunkel but I really dug deep into Peaches and Herb. And that's when I uh, realized there were multiple peaches.
2: I gotta tell you something though, it is, it's not called peach and herb, it's called peaches and herb. So you think but about that, it's not too exciting as uh. Now you're really uh, yeah, sounding but smart. All right.
0: all right, now, say say it's the uh, early 70s, mm-hmm. and you've got a bubbly girl 70s. that needs a nickname, uh-huh. and uh, you're gonna give her a name. Say you wanna call her Pickles. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's my friend Pickles. You don't call her Pickle.
2: You call her Pickles. You might call her Pickles. You don't call your friend Peach. You call her Peaches. Depends on how well she fucks. Well, now you made it weird. (laughs) Oh,
0: no one else can see your tongue moving at home. (laughs) Ew. Oh, God. It's not moving nearly fast
2: enough. (laughs) Peach.
0: I'll bet that beard feels great on your
3: butthole.
2: (laughs) I did, I
3: did. a little research on the peaches. Is uh-huh. uh huh. First, it was like, what's the deal with Herb? Herb was born Herbert Feemster, and then when he went into music, he changed his name to Herb Fame. <laughs> Duh. I love that he kept Herb though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there was a Burger King campaign that was about to pop. It was it was a big deal. What? You don't remember Find Herb? No. I, I don't. No. When really? was that? No, this was uh, was actually much. Longer after uh, Herb, but no, it was uh, go to your local Burger King and find Herb, and you can win a million dollars. When what
1: was it? When, when? And it was some
0: dude in a gray suit. I think it was like maybe '86, '87.
1: Oh boy, hmm. just missed that. I remember. Where's the beef? Yeah, that was Wendy's. I know it was Wednesday, Wendy's, but was this around the same time? Was Herb their answer to the old lady who was looking for the beef? I think it was a little later. Let me look it up. Tell
2: you what, now you download the Burger King app, you go next door to a McDonald's, you stand in front of McDonald's, yeah, free Whopper. You, you order a Whopper, you get it for a penny. For a penny. <laughs> okay. The Burger yeah. King app, the number one app in the, in the app yeah, store. Yeah,
0: it absolutely was. It's called Where's Herb? Where's Herb was an advertising campaign for the fast food chain Burger King in 1985 and 86. The television commercials featured a fictional character named Herb ...who is was described as never having eaten a Burger King burger in his life. And they called on fans to visit their Burger King in the hope of finding Herb and winning a prize. It's sounding a little more familiar. Yeah. The campaign also introduced the I'm Not Herb promotion, which customers can get a discounted whopper by including the phrase with their order. This confused people who tried to follow the promotion because they did not know what Herb looked like. <laughs> by the time his appearance was revealed, many people had already lost interest in the campaign. <laughs> The promotion was poorly received, and with the last campaign, the J. Walter Thompson firm was hired to do for Burger King.
1: There was, is, there is always, back then there were always these people who became awkward spokespersons for these. Yeah, things. this guy, like, Mikey. Yeah, like, Mikey likes
2: it. Yeah, yeah. This guy like, was awkward as shit. I mean, it hasn't stopped. Jared Fogle. Uh, Whatever happened to now, that guy? guy?
1: Hmm? whatever happened to that guy i don't remember him Uh,
2: he he, i think he got fat again and subway didn't want anything to do with him oh wait
1: i
3: thought we (laughs) i thought we were talking about herb anyway
2: so herb fame steve herb
3: fame uh yeah so the first version of peaches and herb was active from 1966 to 1970 like a decade before this song there were two different singers playing the role of peaches And then Herb quit to go to attend police academy. (laughs)
1: Hilarious.
3: (laughs) Obvious, and like this was before the movie, so he was ahead of his time in terms of comedy. Wow. And uh, then he became a cop in D.C. until 1976. That was when he just, for whatever reason, he decided to get back into music. He found a new Peaches named Linda Green with the help of his old producer, Van McCoy, who'd gone on to do The Hustle. Oh, yeah.
0: Sure. We've all done the hustle.
3: Yeah, yeah, sure. It's you know you got You can't knock it. Uh, once, once the hits dried up for Peaches and Herb, Herb went back and he joined the U.S. Marshals because he had to move up in the world as a cop, I guess. Not as hilarious. And, no, not nearly.
0: Yeah, more of a drama. Yeah, more yeah. surly. Yeah, yeah, something to be fitting for an old kung fu action hero.
3: Uh, he and Peaches the Third eventually, I think, sometime in the '90s, uh, sued their old label for unpaid royalties. And they won, so Herb could stop being a cop. And uh, since then, he's worked with several other Peacheses, including in 2008, the first ever non-black Peaches. Wow! A singer from Spain with a name that I cannot pronounce. Oh, I wish I knew the Spanish
2: word for peach off the top of my head.
0: Wow, it's, uh... (laughs) (laughs) Moretzo Negre. Don't don't think about it, just say it fast. (laughs) I'm not going to say it fast, there's... There's a shape of a word in there that is problematic.
2: Marigel? Marigel? Like Oaxaca? Oaxaca? Uh, I don't know. Y'all can go look it up
3: on Wikipedia. Marigel
0: Negre. Good word.
3: She's not the current Peaches. There's been at least one more Peaches since then. But there is only one one Herb Fame.
2: And I don't think this is a yacht rock song. This
3: is out of the yacht pocket. Mm-mm. It's a very—I yeah, think it's—it's it's a pretty straight up R and B ballad. Yeah,
1: thirty-two. The wind is not
0: a Good blown. song though.
3: Oh yeah, great song. Um,
0: inevitably, whenever I go back to give it Michigan, one of my friends will put this on.
2: I give, Aww. I give it twenty-seven. Oh, because you and your friends are reunited. Mm-hmm.
0: And it feels so good. Yeah. Because we're fucking.
1: I you
3: made it weird. See, I,
2: I always thought Peaches and Herb were a couple Some like girls, Simpson.
1: Yeah, I would imagine they would go on a double date with Ashford and you Simpson. You
2: think Herb didn't date all of his peaches? Oh, I don't know. I couldn't find any. It was like a dating Do, version to of Menudo. Time to look any of that up.
1: <laughs> it was like a singular female duo version of Menudo.
0: I've, been on, refl- I've been on. I've been on plenty of dates that didn't end with a blowjob in, in the closet in the mop closet of a recording studio.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing Herb just having like this uh, 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 vertigo like obsession with Kim Novak, except it's like his image of peaches in his head. Like wear the costume wear the
2: dress, Peaches. Keeps, you are Peaches now. keeps murdering them and he's a cop so he gets away with it.
0: Yeah, like the Hitchcock movie Rebecca where they just keep dressing her up like the old Rebecca.
2: Hey, Detective Balzetti. I killed my last Peaches again. Help me if he hide the body. Don't tell nobody.
0: Well, you can't tell me, man. You got to speak in codes. <laughs> good good job using, using my fake name.
1: <laughs> Steve, did you give a number?
3: Uh, yeah, I gave it a 30.
1: You gave it a 30. You can call me a dumb dick. It's okay, Steve. He's not going to. He's texting. 29.5.
3: He's
1: probably probably looking looking something up. up.
2: Twitter at Yacht Rock, Hashtag yacht, yacht That hashtag is required Go to YachtAndYacht.com To look at the YachtSki scale Thanks to Webmeister Patrickology At HandGlops Find the certified yacht playlist By following J.D. Risner On Spotify It's archived by Samuel J. Hill At S. Hill The Voice the playlist is archived on YouTube by Matt Bird. Follow him on Twitter at wingnoid for updates. Follow Beyond Yacht Rock on Instagram. Great your viewers on Apple Podcasts. Go to Yachtrock.com for a very useful experience. Theme and bumpers by Ocean City. Defender, thanks to producer Matt Broussard.
0: Can we talk about hand globs? What about them? I always the, wondered what it was. The handle? Now, and I'm wondering if it's like hand claps and somebody said globs instead of claps. But if it's a very specific mess that ends up in your hand.
2: Patrickology is an enigma, man. This guy is just like, I made this amazing website for you. Here you go. Yeah. If I ever have a problem, I email him and he goes, oh, oh yeah, I see that's the case. Yeah, I'll, I'll fix that. And I sometimes I ask him questions or get excited about something and I don't hear from him. He's doing his own thing, just keeping the website going. Keeping it real. I love Patrickology. He's keeping the yeah. fire. I never want to meet him, but I also really want to meet him.
0: I'll take that bullet.
3: Might be a handful of jizz. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, thanks for explaining the joke, Dave.